Welcome to Film Tweakers. Picaresque audio reviews of all of your favorite films. A Film Tweak is an extemporized commentary track that is intended to be synced with a Blu-ray, DVD, video stream, cable TV, etc. to enhance your personal viewing experience. Film Tweakers is a seasonal bi-weekly podcast. Please visit us at filmtweakers.com to hear more movies get tweaked, as well as to find other film-related amusements. Oh, uh, one more thing, Amsterdam. If you have some antihistamines, could you take the entire box? <laughs> uh, I have to be honest with you that here in Salina... It had, the sun has not shown since December 1st, and it's been misty and cold, and I rode my bike to the coffee shop this morning. So, Are you at the coffee shop right now? No. No, I'm back <laughs> home, but... With a red light bulb, do not disturb, tweak in progress. <laughs> That's right. Are, are we... Uh, wait, did, was that our mark? We're marked. Oh, we're marked. Okay, sorry. I can blow my nose. That sounds like a snot rocket. You're not blowing your nose. You're just blasting it on the floor. Wow, that made a really interesting kind of drawing on my Audacity screen. <laughs> huh. You just snot rocketed right onto your computer screen? No, I'm saying the, the, oh. the sonic signature of me blowing my nose into a handkerchief looked like... I don't understand how it worked. It was just like the, the straight line... It's usually going horizontal across the screen, dipped, without going up as well. You know, usually when you talk, there's a spike in both directions? Yeah. This just went straight down and did not go huh. above the line at all. Mine usually goes both ways, but it's not symmetrical. You know, it's different on each side. Huh. I don't know is, how those, above, I don't know what those things signify. The line base? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know that. Oh, it's like when you use uh, when you use foobar and it's got that weird like thing going across the bottom of the screen. Yeah. With the weird snow static looking thing. I mean, what's that for? Who could read? Who could look at that and understand what it meant? Can a deaf person look at that thing going by and really enjoy the song? Well, someone could probably Is... call in and tell us this, but I I feel the same way with those fancy record players that have. Like the the light pointing at the side of the turntable that have all those dashed lines on the side of the turntable, and as it spins, they yeah. look like they're rotating at different speeds. That um, must be some kind of metric for something, but I've yeah. never understood. That's a that. pitch pitch control. Tell us more. It's 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 pitch control, and that's how you can like you can like speed it up and slow it down. Because, like, sometimes DJs will play stuff at a different speed that they just prefer the way it sounds that way. But that's how you make... I don't want to ruin your childhood, um, but that's how they made Chipmunks records. I knew it had something to do with speed, but I didn't know you... I thought there was only two speeds, like 45 or 33. So No, on, like, really good. fancy turntables, there's, an in, there's a bunch of in-betweens. Huh. It's called a pitch control, but really it's just controlling. The pitch is controlled by how 
fast the record's playing. So if you adjusted the pitch control on the chipmunks, you'd be able to hear the guys' real voices singing. Totally. Yep. That's I learned it. I learned everything I know about turntables in Ibiza. <laughs> I think it's pronounced Ibiza. Yeah. Oh, this is a different place. Oh, it is. I'm going to go with a, with a <laughs> this house on this, this one. This one's in New Jersey. <laughs> it's a nightclub in New Jersey. Yeah. So all those years I was enjoying listening to Urban Chipmunk or the Chipmunks Christmas, it was just a regular album my mom was changing the pitch control on. Urban Chipmunk. Yeah. I don't know that one. That like uh, I guess it... Cowboy? Yeah, it was a play on Urban Cowboy. The cover had Alvin leaning against a bar in a cowboy hat in the same manner as John Travolta. Even the uh, layout was the same. It was like a black on both sides. Uh, I don't know if it was all country songs. I guess it wasn't because it was called Urban, so it must have been all urban music, whatever that was in the 70s. Yeah, I don't know what they listened to in the cities in uh, 1977. <laughs> Moog chipmunks. Hooked on chipmunks. <coughs> Is that hooked on chipmunks like hooked on classics or like hooked on heroin? Uh, I think it's like when you're fishing because the hooked on classics and the hooked on phonics or whatever, the logo was like a uh, treble clef. Yeah. With a giant fish hook sticking off the side. Not a needle. With a rubber band around it. Okay, I thought you were playing off of my... Uh, Velvet Underground comedy. The Velvet, yeah. No, but I think they were. Maybe. I was playing off the people who played off you. Who played off... John Cage, or whoever that guy that died at New Orleans is. Did he die? No. Yeah. The one, one, yeah, one died in New Orleans this weekend. Oh, really? Bo Diddley. Who are you, Bo Diddley? Nice. You know what we should watch? I'm ready. We should watch Heather's. Oh yeah, that line's good. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. If anyone can tell us what line the movie's from. What movie this line's from? Who are you, Bo Diddley? Uh, call in and we'll watch that movie. And then insert caller here. What if someone calls in and says it's from... 39 Alien Resurrection? Do we have to watch that? I guess we just keep sitting here until someone gets it right. Okay. Yeah, not it wasn't just call in and name a movie. Oh, I thought you said call in and tell us what movie that's from and we'll watch that movie. I see. So we're just going to sit here and wait until well, someone says the name of that movie so we can watch what we already know we're going to watch. Yeah. No, we don't know we're going to watch. We we the, the there's a there's one answer that's proper to the question. That's why I thought it would be interesting if someone if you say a line from a movie and someone calls and tells you what movie they think it's from, and then you have to watch that to wait to see if it's to find out. <laughs> I like that, and we just keep watching every movie until we find it. No, nope, that wasn't it. 
Or they can just give us the line. Aha. Uh -huh. Someone call in with a line, and we have to keep watching movies we think it's from. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, so who said that something's so fetch? That was me. Oh. Is uh, fetch from this, or is it is from Mean Girls? Fetch is from, from mean Girls. the remake of Heather's. Wait, there's a remake? Yeah, it's it's called Mean Girls. Oh. That's a quality film. It's before. Stop trying to make Mean Girls happen. Yeah, sorry. That's gonna be on my list of six now, just to piss you off. There's a list of six. Six? Two. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus. The, Sean, you're just gonna do. Be... You're just gonna do all of them. You just decided. Barely do two. I'm taking. And you were able to do six. That's fine because we didn't come up with anything. I I have one too. I I actually have. I have four, and I was gonna, I was gonna see which ones you guys like. Let's, let's. Do you guys want to get into the tweak, or do you want to decide on our, our, our films for the future? Well, we don't, we don't need to expose people. Broadcast to them, yeah. Trade secrets. Okay. <clears throat> Does someone else want to do the welcome to this movie thing? So I don't, hi I don't hijack or stuff. Or uh, does anyone, does anyone care? The, the queue up. Well, the part where I say "Welcome to Film Tweakers." So, what episode is this? What what <laughs> what, what volume of Film Tweakers is this? Uh, this is episode twenty-one. I'll, I'll do and it. And Heather's is from nineteen eighty-eight. Box office bomb. Uh, you know who's in it? Episode twenty-one. I don't know any of this, to be honest with you. I don't know who's in it. I shouldn't do this. I guess I think it's we up to already you, just heard Mangas. that. <laughs> it's... Okay. Uh... Guinness, I think this is... I mean, uh, Amsterdam, I think this is your... Welcome Tweak Hards and uh, new listeners to the movie we just revealed. Is everyone ready to watch? Uh, yes. Oh, I'm, I'm not. I'm paused on the... Uh... There's a logo that says, like, New Line Cinema. Yeah. Looks like an AT&T logo. New World. As soon as that... New World yes. pictures? Yeah. As soon as that what? It turns to black. Okay. Um, shortly before... It says... Yeah, it's like a red ball. Looks like an AT&T ripoff. Mm. On Mean Girls? We're watching oh. uh, Heather's. Wait, what? We're watching Heather's, dude. I just bought Mean Girls, though. Shut up. On Amazon. Fuck. Well, he did not. <laughs> what? What? I'm sorry. What? I'm just kidding. What is the... Uh... Okay, I hear the fucking song through <laughs> someone else's machine. <laughs> That's in Deshaun's. <laughs> yeah. Okay, listeners. Now is the time to sync your movie with this tweak so that you can hear our commentary at the appropriate points of the film uh go ahead and begin playing your movie in your device let the movie roll past the new world logo as soon as you see that red ball sunset logo fade to black hit pause then return to this tweak and listen to us count down from three when we say the word play Unpause your movie and you should be in sync with us.
Is everyone ready? Three, two, one, play. Whew. Here's the uh, Western-style font I referred to. Uh, something about Tarantino yeah. doesn't put any effort into his logos, neither do they. You think this movie was influenced by Tarantino? Did he make this? Probably the other way around. Oh, Heather's doesn't have an apostrophe. Huh, that's weird. What does that mean? <clears throat> I hate the style of gardens that you have to sit in a chair. I hate when you spell you Shannon with anything. an E, because that's not how you spell it. <laughs> uh, did you guys know that Greg Lennox dated Winona Ryder at the time? You mean oh, is that, why he's, is that why he's in this? <laughs> Can you take uh, just a second and picture Glenn Shaddix having sex with Winona Ryder? Hold on. Just picture it. Yeah, I'm it. picturing it. Yeah. I'm trying to remember everything we said. Like that time uh, David or William Faulkner wrote an entire novel, and then he threw it in this ocean, and then he wrote it again, and they found the manuscripts, and everything was the same. That actually was David Faulkner. That I'm trying to do that. That wasn't William tweak. Faulkner. That is was that David, da Faulkner. David Falk David Faulkner Wallace? Is that yes. who you're talking about? Okay. Who is David Faulkner? It's I think William I was trying Faulkner's... to say. I was trying to say David David Fincher, and then I changed my mind to William Faulkner halfway through. Do you guys drink a cocktail when you're tweaking? It helps me loosen up. And then there's that guy William Fickner uh, who. Confu confuse me even further. Uh, Chekhov's Melville. I'm pretty sure Dan Brown wrote that book, didn't he? I don't think it was Melville. I don't want her to him. Daniel Melville? Dave no. Melville. No, I'm pretty sure it was Dan Brown. He's written. Oh, music not by Danny Elfman. Who would have thought? Hmm. Did Trent Reznor do the soundtrack? Have we watched anything that Danny Elfman has done the music for? We actually banned those from Film Tweakers. Did he do it for a Simple Plan that y'all watched? I remember you talking talking about that. Pretty sure he did, yeah. That's Winona Ryder's worst haircut. Speaking of which, uh, her writing in her journal, manically, A+. plus. Yeah. What's the name of the guy who directed Evil Dead 2? Sam Raimi? Sam, his, his little brother just ran across the screen in that... Ted Raimi? ...pandemonium locker scene. That was a, a bit... That scene, bit that scene was stolen from uh, Full Metal Jacket, FYI. The scene where they're walking down the hall? <laughs> yeah, it was an homage to the barracks scene of uh, Full Metal Jacket. Really? Yeah. Huh. This script this script was originally a treatment for a Kubrick film. But it was considered too dark for Stanley Kubrick, so he passed. Huh. You know, I think that that's actually true. I think I think you're trying to be smart, <laughs> but I I think that's actually correct. I bet it's smart enough that somebody already put it on the Wikipedia page last night. 
Chekhov's Martha Dump Truck. She's not on the screen yet. I know. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to. <laughs> yes, I got it. <laughs> I win. Chekhov's JD. Chekhov's Big Fun T-shirt. <laughs> Nice. Did you guys go to high school? <clears throat> no, I was homeschooled. I actually went to this same high school that they're showing. Even when I was in a public high school watching this, I realized that none of these people really existed. See, I, I think this is a theme for me in Tweaks, but I didn't realize these people didn't exist. I thought this was what high school was supposed to be like, so I just thought that I was, like, my high school was wrong, and this is what it was supposed to be like, and everybody's supposed to look like they're 35. This whole thing seems like a dream sequence. Yeah, it's, like, kind of hazy. They didn't. Everything after hitting the red ball is someone in a coma just dreaming this. Yeah, I they think didn't... the whole the whole movie has that kind of feeling. But I, I would say in relation to your high school comment, I bet your high school was like this. You were just that girl in the blue turtleneck in the background who didn't have a clue what was going on with the pop collar. The guy with the people. pop collar? No. You're just some random shit in the background who doesn't know what the popular girls are talking about or what the losers like Martha Dump Truck are feeling or thinking. They're oh, I'm, a I'm, I'm, uh, that black guy that's asleep. Yes. That's me. And we had, uh, jocks, eraser heads, tweak hearts, heathers in our school, but it doesn't seem like there was, uh, anyone knew, everyone knew. And you had that guy that slept with every girl in the school. I know that. Or the, that there was a click so powerful that we had to do what they said. I think most of us just existed. You didn't realize they were making a movie about anyone in your high school. They could have been filming this that week. I didn't even realize it. Exactly. I just happened to have this picture of us in my purse. What a that loser. That wouldn't have been me. How desperate can she be? What's a picture in a purse? What is a picture in a purse? Did you guys get that? We did not have milk cartons that big in my high school. It's insane that everyone's drinking it. Everyone's we had the replacement. For yeah, I don't know why they made us do that. Actually, I think those are carnation instant breakfast. We had milk things that were about that size, but that was pretty much all the milk I ever drank in my entire life. We didn't drink milk at home. No one did. I don't know why they had it at school. Do you know that that guy with the pop collar played Lord Bullingdon and Barry Lyndon? Is that the one that got his ass beat in the field when they took their shirts off? No, it's and the... And fought, uh, fought in woolen pants? It's the son of Barry's uh, wife. The one that he beats with a cane in the chamber music concert. Oh, yeah. Same guy. Um, Makes sense. <laughs> By the way, I wanted to ha throw a callback to that guy saying, feed the kids in Africa. Those tater tots you're throwing out could feed a starving family. Uh, what tater tot has ever been thrown in the trash? <laughs> who would who would not finish tater tots? That's so this is so unrealistic. I don't think I've ever not been able to finish off a plate. 
Gonna eat this last tot. This is heartbreaking. I can't watch this. You don't identify with Dump Truck, do you? Uh, yeah. Because she has a sort of major role. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I, I identify with uh, her naive desperation. How's that? Oh, I love the, the punks. Yeah. I identify with a guy who's standing on the other side of the car wanting to hang out with the punks, but I didn't smoke. They wouldn't talk to me. Part of me sort of wishes I smoked at some point in my life. I mean, I wouldn't do it. Obviously, you can't do it now, because if you smoke in your late 30s, spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> you're a fucking loser. But, and you're just you asking to vape. kill yourself. What's that? You can vape. That's true. I do have a vapo pen. Then you're just asking someone else to kill you. I'm actually vaping right now. <laughs> oh no. Oh. I don't think this is even a real building. Oh. Don't go over there, Martha. Don't do it. <laughs> I love that. I love that jock who's like not very handsome. Looks like he's way too old to be in high school. The stupid one? The stupid one, yeah. I guess they're both stupid, but... Did you guys see uh, Mr. Slater in Nymphomaniac? No, uh, but I did see someone give him an A+, plus on uh, Twitter. He's great in it. Uh, Twitter.com slash film tweakers. But, uh... I have not seen that movie at all, actually. It's um horrible. It's like one it's the worst five hours I've ever spent, probably. Not not that bad, but it's it's a terrible movie. I've never watched anything more than about ten minutes of Dogville by that ass face, and I never want to see one of his movies. Have ever. you not seen Antichrist? No, I haven't seen anything but oh, that 10 is minutes like of Dogville. Laugh that is laughably bad. I tried to get. I tried to watch that. I got it. I bought it. It's, but I could never bring myself to watch it. Which one? Antichrist. It's 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 like it, it look. It seems like it's a parody of like an artsy movie. It's so bad. This just doesn't seem believable. I've never. I never sat in the lunchroom and had a woman like Winona Ryder to stare at me across the room. Yeah, you, <laughs> you weren't Christian seem... Slater. <laughs> You did, and you didn't go to Winona Ryder High School. Is the problem? Christian Slater in 1988. I'm sorry, not. I'm sure he's a perfectly fine man, but when someone says Christian Slater, I just think that he was in Heather's. I didn't even know he did anything else. Pump up the volume. Even though I've seen a bunch of other Christian Slater movies, I just think that he was in this, not Broken Arrow, or. Uh I think of Maniac. I think of Pump Up the Volume is is his quintessential Christian Slater. Interesting. Yeah. Have you the seen the only thing the, notable uh... about that movie to me is the day for night shot <laughs> in the end. Well, my dad even watched it and said they're obviously filming this at noon. <laughs> this movie. This movie blows. 
I watched a movie recently with him. Uh, it was a direct-to-video How very. movie where he was marooned on the moon. And there was like some kind of virus that turned people into maniacs. Was that Apollo 17? or the Is Apollo? that Nymphomaniac? I think it was called Stranded. Huh. Yeah, they turned into nymphomaniacs. <laughs> no, I don't. Well, how think much milk these those... assholes drank? Oh, wait a minute. Is this the Bo Diddley line? He's probably not going to eat it now that you put your hand in it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a young John C. Riley. I wanted to criticize what he would do at the end of his life, but I think we've gone too far. What Christian Slater would do at the end of his life? With his $5 million? He would row out to the middle of the ocean with tequila, his saxophone, (laughs) and some Bach to prove how deep he was for a high schooler. But those three things to me seem to be incongruous. Like... Who uses tequila and Bach? Or a saxophone and Bach? Why wouldn't it be a violin and Bach and like schnapps? Or claret? Or Madeira? Or if it's a saxophone, why not John Coltrane? Well, he's out there to play the saxophone. And marijuana. I don't know what what he would bring that was Bach. Like sheet music? I guess he's playing it on his boombox and playing a sax along to it. I'm saying you can't play a saxophone to Bach. I bet you could. That sounds interesting. Or if you're going to take tequila, you would also take uh, Sugar Ray. And you would play A Love Supreme. And a harmonica. Released 50 years ago today. That, that wasn't, because this is going to come out in like six weeks. <laughs> Grappa is another type of alcohol. That's true. Rum. Ice That's wine. what you'd do if you were in a boat, is you'd drink rum. Sailor Jerry's. Or Smirnoff Ice. Smirnoff Ice is a category of alcohol. Do they ever explain why the green one gets picked on by the red one? Because the green one is Shannon Doherty. And she's a brunette. You kids. Those tights don't go at all with her outfit. What a fucking twat. They didn't know what, what color to give her. Everyone else has a primary color. But they wanted her to be kind of dark, so they dressed her in black, but they also had to have her be purple, so she'd have a color. Was it, was it, was it this, uh... They could have done without the parents in this movie. Was it this kind of, uh, like, role for, uh, Winona Ryder, the quirky teen, like, sort of dark, that it informed all the girls we would have crushes on from then on? No. It was the one that was in Beetlejuice that informed all the girls we'd have crushes on. That's what I'm saying. The same type of that's the same type of character, though. I think similar. Uh, I I felt that this one, which came out like a year later, 
was a betrayal of who she was based on Beetlejuice. Ah. I thought that she should hate those popular girls from the very start, not try to uh, hang out with them. Like she knows. You don't think that this girl lives her life in one big dark room as well, though? Never mind. You know, in Beetlejuice, she says, my whole life is a big dark room. When her dad, the pedophile, says, we'll build you a dark room. When they move into the house, and she says, my whole life is a dark room. She just tweaked Beetlejuice. <laughs> you guys want to just tweak Beetlejuice? I think it's better than this anyway. <laughs> she says, my whole life is a is a dark room. When he says, we'll build huh. you a dark room. Why would he build her a dark room? <laughs> a dark room. One word. Dark where you develop Jeffrey Jones, the pedophile. The known pedophile. The child rapist. Allegedly. You don't think it's true? I think that we somehow missed the whole core nut scene. BQ. <laughs> oh, you were talking about Beetlejuice. Huh. <clears throat> I would rather... I'm- I would rather watch Beetlejuice. I'm going to turn Beetlejuice on, yes. Chekhov's corn Beetlejuice nuts. is better than this. What what sort of gesture is the hand on that cup making? Is it pointing, or is it like... This is the most realistic betrayal of a high school party, college party I've ever seen in a high school movie. Oh, the fake wood-paneled <laughs> basement? Not the ones where, like... Chekhov's M.C. Escher painting. <laughs> Devo is playing by the swimming pool. Or Oingo Boingo. <laughs> she loves what is that party. fake Escher thing in the background? Sorry, I think Deshaun already called that. Um. Yeah, look guys... at that fucking lamp. And she has an in and out basket. <laughs> Are you sure? Is this, sh- is this her room or her dad's office? She has like an arts and crafts chair. He has a, a elementary school thermos that's been turned into a stein. It looks like he's peeing in it right now. Like he hunched <laughs> over, like he was about to pee in his cup. Uh, so on, that David. was a that was a college party, Roscoe, not a high school party. Yeah, uh, sorry, I, I tried to specify college party in a high school movie. Ah, uh, that's a genre of movie. When you go back to hear the tweak, you'll hear a self correction. Uh, okay, that. Everyone was shouting about Beetlejuice when I said it. Is that the... Corbusier chair. The advertisement that has Peter Murphy in it, or is that the American one? Um, probably Her writing American. in her journal was the best. I like it because it means she probably has like a thousand journals filled up cause with like the content. Four words a page. Yeah. 40 points. She should use one of those fake hands here like the guy in uh, Lethal Weapon did. Whoa. Yeah, I'm Chekhov's fire. Chekhov's right guard. Aerosol, aerosol de- de- deodorant is something you don't see every day. This really makes you feel for that, Heather.
Oh, these guys are such rapists. This was filmed uh, last fall at University of Virginia. He has an erection for real, it appears. <laughs> well, he has his arm around Winona Ryder. Of course he does. Makes me, makes me uncomfortable. Save the speeches for Malcolm <laughs> X. Wow, what a weird reference. It would have been very weird at the time. This is what inspired all those X hats. Oh, yeah. Uh, which some people in my high school like to wear. It also it's was the first time Spike Lee had heard of Malcolm X when he saw this. I've got to call in about that. Spike Lee. C plus. Spike Lee sucks. And his movies do as well. I guess I shouldn't be too smart about him because I've never seen one of his movies. Are you serious? How's that possible? You've never seen Do the Right Thing? No. This seems like an overreaction as well. Like, who gives a shit if someone vomits at a college party? It's embarrassing. They're not in college. Everyone fucking drinks until they vomit. But she's like a fucking social pariah. They should be more embarrassed that she set the whole place on fire. This editing is pretty poor in this scene. Why do you say that? It seems like they're talking to stand-ins. Yeah. And the film is cut so that there's too much pause between each... And there's, like, really bad Second. reaction. Like, Gwyneth Rider's reaction like, is terrible right now. Lick it up. Angry face. Lick it up. That would have been cool if they had cropped it sooner. And the other, other woman was actually there. They were using that syncopation so she'd have enough space for that line to stand out. It seems like she's dreaming. She just dreamt that. That fire, by the way, was a dropped uh, dropped cookie, a.k.a. a dropped checkoff. <laughs> we were waiting for we the building to burn down. We don't actually know. Five minutes. We don't know that it was a dropped cookie yet. Yeah, it could be burning down right now, off, off camera. Uh, checkoff's croquet. This part makes me uncomfortable. Hmm. They're both like 14 years old right now. Well, they're playing 14 years old, but they're actually 30, which is actually more disturbing. Uh, they just did a weird role play where they had underage sex. Double check your facts. I don't think we're supposed to be watching this. Well, as long as we're talking about croquet, uh, has anyone ever played that, or is it just a set piece they use to establish that certain characters are assholes? Like croquet is just a trope to show a certain class of people. <laughs> I, I think I've never it. seen someone actually set it up and play it. I have no. It. You said you you've played it, Amsterdam. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, I you're think it such must a fucking a, uh, aristocrat. I played it. Bad. I played it. Yeah, when he lived on Nantucket. Actually, there you go. I was played it uh, when I <laughs> was <laughs> at my grandparents' summer house on Cape Cod. You fucking asshole. 
Where where in Cape Cod? Mashpee. Oh my god. Me and the fucking working class lads back in Sandwich always uh Sandwich. Stomped you so, guys in the ground when we played collegiate it's, it's croquet. Interesting if you think about today's uh economy and how things go. My grandfather like drove a streetcar in huh? Boston. Like that was his job for fifty years, and then he was able to buy a house on the Cape to retire. Someone who works for a rapid transit system now would be lucky to die driving the vehicle. Um I don't that's know if that's heavy. true in um where I live. Um I think the city employees that are like bus drivers and stuff have a pretty powerful uh oh, really? union and a big pension. Oh yeah, they retire with the same salary they work with. Yeah. Work. That doesn't seem necessary. Unless they're getting paid, like, $20,000 a year. And that they I think they get to save any money. Paid, like, $80,000 a year. My mother's uh, childhood friend, who she's still friends with, um, worked for the GBI for, like, 30 years. The GBH? And she, she retired with, like, the full pension at the age of, like, 50. And then got rehired by the same office as a contract worker. So now she gets paid both her full pension, which was her salary, and gets her checks as a contract worker. Like, you don't lose your retirement. So she just gets two salaries now to work for the GBI. Who are probably going to kick in my door now for saying that. It seems like if you it, take another job that wasteful. you should forfeit your pension. I, and then I think I think her job is just sending out emails twice a day to people to join Obamacare. <laughs> Why wouldn't she be suspicious that he was there? I think because she knows she's in a dream sequence. Oh, she, she knows care. none of this is happening. People just walk in your house. What high school person would make you a cocktail or a uh, a remedy? None of this stuff's ever happened. And what high school person cares about somebody else? <laughs> That's a good point. When are they going to go back to the cafeteria so I can tell my story about that girl touching my penis for the first time? <laughs> well, you can tell it anyway, or is that the whole story? Well, it happened on the way to the cafeteria. Cord but I don't want to. I don't want to miss this scene. Checkoffs. Or, I guess this. Was is that movie Jawbreaker with? Bam. Was that movie nice. Jawbreaker with Rose McGowan? Um, a, a remake of Heather's <laughs> also. I have not Nagel seen that. Nagel poster, A plus. Uh, bell jar, cliff yeah. notes, A minus. Lucite coffee what? table. Legs. Crickets. It's like they know they're in a play. 
in this scene. Slater knows he's on stage. This is what a person would say at this point. No, he's just cool and a cool, confident high school student. Trans yeah, transfer. I never watched that movie I've never heard of with an actor I've never heard of, Deshaun. So I don't know if it's a remake of this. You haven't heard of Rose McGowan? She was married to Marilyn Manson, your favorite She's in artist. Blood Axis. Uh, There's a movie of Blood Axis? What's no, in she, that red bottle? She played violin like a, for Blood Axis. Did she really? Red bottle filled yeah. with wax? <clears throat> That's filled with red hots, I think. Or jelly beans. Looks like it's filled with some kind of candy. I think they might be hot tamales. I mean, just because you like red doesn't mean you have to own everything that is red. Everything you own can be red, but not the other way around. I don't think you went to high school. You have to have a thing in high school. But you wouldn't have to buy something just because it was red. Here, I like red. Here's a giant tortoise. Because it's red. You don't think that that might be stuff that people gave her because she likes red? That's true. It's probably a weird gift from Grandma. Like my friend uh, in Georgia who liked Coca-Cola, so everybody who knew him always <laughs> bought him Coca-Cola things, pillows and posters and stuffed Coca-Cola cans. This guy sounds like a fucking asshole. Yeah, it's Matt, yeah. Matt Weaver. He is an asshole. It's kind of a dumb thing to like. You could drink it. Well, this was, I think but he was a, why do you need, a child. Why do you need to be reminded of Coke when you look at the clock? Her her frantic handwriting is so much neater than her. Oh, she's doing that girl's handwriting. That's right. Uh, yeah. She's a savant. She's a handwriting savant. Whereas Christian Slater is a ear-piercing savant. Her hair needs to be a little bit longer or shorter. To match her character. This is a lesson for Amsterdam. About how to write a suicide note? <laughs> no, about how to... Uh, this this tweet can be paired with the Breakfast Club. Amsterdam was uh, describing his surprise that a football player killed himself. Because the football player had such a perfect life. How could anything go wrong? But if he had read this note, Amsterdam would have understood and sympathized with that guy. Is that what I said? Or did I say yeah. that I was surprised he had, like, the self-awareness to kill himself? Deft. I guess you just don't need to be that self-aware. You could just be really drunk and kill yourself. Or maybe the guy in your high school was actually murdered and someone just wrote the note. Yeah, that's possible. That's fucking interesting. When uh when we had our suicide, a guy named Scott, uh, I remember my friend Pat complaining all day long because we didn't get sent home, <laughs> and his his uh, reference was this movie. He kept saying how in Heather's they had they got sent home. <laughs> why aren't we getting? Why are we having to go to these counseling sessions? Why don't they just send us home like in Heather's? Yeah, I would want to get sent home. I'd be kind of... Because it's, like, non-productive to be there. 
and like we just spent was it we spent the rest of the day in like counseling sessions like group having to talk group about stuff. counseling no like you go to your regular you went to our next class but then the teacher just like all right guys who wants to talk so not a counselor about... but a teacher who is not trained yeah. in counseling that's fucking stupid. Just let them go home yeah. and cry or whatever. You know. If everyone had cared enough about that person to spend the day talking about them when they were alive, they wouldn't have killed themselves. Oh, God, fuck you. It's true. This seems like a waste of a uh, locker locker room scene. Oh, because there's no uh, nudity? Yeah, they should have gone the, the Carrie route, the opening scene of Carrie. Maybe we can tweak that next. For Porkies. Porkies would be a good tweak. It seems like a waste of a black sweater. <laughs> Did y'all have showers in your high school? Yeah, I yeah. never used it. Um, I actually had a... In middle school had a, a gym teacher we had to shower at least like three different times after gym class like like throughout the the Wait, semester every, every day what and he would check like... you off if you had showered throughout the semester but he would also stand there in the shower that... so it was a big group shower with a check Wait, with, a, with a with a with a fucking weird and check people That's off really weird so Why during... only on specific? But ki yeah. kids were praised for like showering every time because like the kids that played sports would shower every time because they didn't mind it. The rest of us were like, nah. And then you'd like just wet your hair. Wait, so you had gym every day? Every day you had to, but you only but had, you had, had to shower. shower three days. And you only had to shower a few times throughout the semester, and he would check you off like if you had showered. I, That's really fucking strange. I think it was played as like a, a hygiene thing. Did you wash under your testicles? Yeah, did he make you bend over against the wall and make sure that nothing was in there? No. You know, it didn't, it didn't really feel weird until right now. Yeah, that's incredibly weird. But it Why does, does it that VCR sound, need to look like a rock? It doesn't sound that off to me. I feel like I had to shower once. That just seems like to prove that you can shower. Like they're trying to teach you yeah. to shower. Right, right. Which most of you probably showered every day at home anyway. Yeah, that's such a cool record player. And it's kind of late in life to be learning to shower. That's really odd. Hmm. Do people still have home gyms? People don't have home gyms anymore, do they? That was a real like thing of the 80s. Not with a bunch of free weights and stuff. Just any kind of gym. Like every like no I don't think anybody has a home gym anymore. I think, I think they probably do. have a device. No, like I think a, there's uh, I think there's like a uh, part of our culture now that you enjoy like the community of going to the gym. Huh. Yeah. I bet yeah. has a uh solo flex. A, what is that thing that this guy's on now? A treadmill. You think? Yeah. I could see um, that speaking upstairs of that, or something. I guess it doesn't have an upstairs. I'm thinking about our next week doing a uh, 
Chekhov's father. Tweaker size, <laughs> where I ride on my uh, rollers the whole time while we're tweaking. <laughs> I think that would make for a good tweak. Maybe we could do breaking away. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so you you have a home gym? I have a home gym, yeah, but it, most okay. people don't. Do people still have granite or marble obelisks and uh, spheres? The Pope has in one. In their house? In their house? <laughs> None of that guy's decor matches the house itself. I really like how the floor and the wall are the same. They had uh, Glenn Shaddix do the interior decoration for them. Now you know that we're uh, she's awake again because of the purple motif. I don't... When she's in gray, she's dreaming. When she's in purple, she's awake. Huh. Huh. You too. I think the parents don't need to be in this movie. They're there well, to serve as a counterpoint for JD's father. Yeah, and to know that they're that they have parents. Do they ever establish if the father is real, Glenn Shaddix, or A-plus. if he's? <laughs> is that Glenn Shaddix? Fuck yeah, it's Glenn Shaddix. Oh. That's is that not who you were picturing Ogo. having sex with Winona Ryder at the beginning? I know. I I thought his name was Ogo. Hodor. Otho. Ogo. Otho is not his Otho. real name. Huh. I can't even change a tire. Is he the one who you said was dating Winona Ryder? Now that you see him. <laughs> she got him. She got him in this role because. uh of their work together in Beetlejuice. She is probably dating Johnny Depp right now. I would imagine. No, she didn't meet him until uh, Great Balls of Fire. Huh, At okay. the premiere. So, that was like 1990. <clears throat> I recall because I was in high school at the time and I was heartbroken when I saw the Rolling Stone uh, cover, a magazine. She was in the cover mentioning Johnny Depp. I knew my chances were over because they were... Once they were together, that was it. You know, people partner for life, and yeah, they were gonna die. His uh, tattoo that he got and then had changed for her is is probably my favorite tattoo alteration I've ever heard of. Oh yeah, wait, what, it said what did Winona it say? forever, and he changed it to Wino forever after they broke up. I thought that was pretty clever. He is full of great tattoo ideas. Huh. Is he? He has literally a Jack Sparrow tattoo. Like, like as if he's really the character from the pirate movie. Wait, he got the, She's, uh, got her the character tattooed on. on him? What? He he got the character tattooed on his body? He like got, like, no, he got, like, a sparrow that might say Jack Sparrow. He, uh, I think he falls into the category of people who you would think are smart and interesting, but are actually total buffoons. Ooh, look at those cool this- dudes. They look like this security building, guards. This building and this set are not in Ohio. I hate to tell you. This looks like Napa Valley. Yeah, there's no way that's Ohio. Uh, your your comment about getting the tattoo reminded me of something that I hate about Halloween costumes. Non sequitur. When I was a fucking kid, I would have Halloween costumes. Like, I dressed up as Jaws one year. And it was like a costume that you buy from the store. 
and it said Jaws across the front of it. Yeah. Why? That That's not very satisfying. Can't it just be a shark? Yeah, I had a mask that was a shark face, but then my my shirt said Jaws on it. Yeah, Why I've seen someone it, that like, said Spider-Man on the chest, even though you're wearing a Spider-Man mask. Yeah. Um, Y'all aren't going to believe me, but I was once Boba Fett, and this was like 1980, and I was alive back then, listeners. And I remember having to explain to people who Boba Fett was, which to me seems strange even at the time, because he's in fucking Star Wars. Who are you again? I mean, it was like a store-bought costume with the <laughs> Boba Fett mask and all that. But, like, what other elementary school kid had not seen Star Wars? Boba Fett wasn't in Episode 4. Um, no. He, episode he, 4 came out in 1980. Episode 3. Uh, no, Episode 4 came out in 77. Sorry, 5. five. Boba Fett didn't appear until Episode 5. I don't know which one movie I said. This happened in 1980, and I was dressed as Boba Fett. I did not know the episode titles at the time, and I don't know what episode I just said. I said Star Wars. Yeah. I don't know what that means. That's not specific. I'm referring to the entire sextology. I haven't seen those. I've only seen the movies. I haven't seen the porno remakes. Well, two stories that I probably have told, one of which I've told before in a tweak. Um, for one, my brother was, uh, bef- when Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were like, not very big yet, like nobody had really heard of it. My bro- my mom had to make my brother a costume that Halloween out of a card, See the purple motif. Out of a cardboard box. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, he was a ninja turtle, but he also had a pretty terrible speech impediment. So we would go <laughs> to people's house, and they'd be like, "What are you?" And he'd be like, "Ninja, ninja turtle." And they'd be like, "All right, whatever, kid." Maybe that's where they got the idea. For What's teenage that? mutant ninja turtles from Sean. The writers, l- Laird, and whoever the other writer was, just heard like a spouting off words and they wrote them down and it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Um, Big Fun t-shirt. Chekhov's shirt. What are you trying to say? Turtle. So they wrote down Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle and made $100,000. That whale shirt is pretty cool. Yeah. So is... uh... Never mind. Uh, the other Heather, the blonde Heather that's still alive, yeah. she she died pretty horribly, tragically, I think. Maybe had a brain tumor or wait, which one was hit by hit by a bus or something? The other Heather, the blonde one that's alive still in the movie, she she died rather. This guy horribly. seems pretty. This guy seems pretty decent. He's got your glasses too, Roscoe. You still wear clear glasses like that? No, I took them off when George U passed away. Uh, <laughs> that's a sign of respect. Figure if he was going to retire, like 20 the glasses years ago. should as well.
like these girls seem like losers. So why are they gossiping against the popular person? Uh, because they've been empowered by the death of Heather somehow. They they sense a, a power vacuum. This guy tries to come across as sensitive, like, here, leave her alone. Come out here, I'll tell you what happened. But then he, like, says sword fighting in your mouth and winks at her. Now he's also an asshole. He says sword fighting in her mouth? Yeah, referring to, I guess she has two knives in her mouth at the same time. Hmm. Knives. Uh, do you think anyone who hairsprays their hair like that could not be an asshole? Sorry, I was trying not to cough. Yeah, that worked. Uh, which one? I missed the hairstyle. The guy who you were, who was interested in sword fighting in her mouth, has like yeah. a hairsprayed spiky helmet thing. I'm sure we'll see him again. It looks vaguely frosted. Yeah, it's probably gel. Gel. Okay. I used to put toothpaste in my hair. Actually, it was 1988. I have really bad cowlicks, and I didn't know how to deal with it, so I would put toothpaste in my hair to sm smooth it down, smear it down. This was 6th grade, 1988. Where did you hear that from? Where did I hear to put toothpaste in your hair? Yeah. I didn't know what gel was. I saw people who had, like, kind of crusty-looking hair at school because I lived in uh, Boston <laughs> that year, and people all had... Like, Everybody they would had wear hair three, gel in Boston, I'm they sure. They would wear three polo shirts at once with the collars and descending levels of popness, and then they would also have really crunchy hair gel hair. I didn't know what it was, and all I had in my house was toothpaste, so I guess I assumed that's what they used. And I, I wouldn't put it all over my whole head, just on the cowlick on, like, the back corner. So I guess whoever was taller than me and standing behind me would just see, like, a white, crusty spot on the back of my head. I don't think I comb my hair more than three or four times. Uh, can you possibly comb your hair? In my life, I mean. I remember trying a couple of times, but... You have pretty pretty tight curls. Like, oh, it's a picture day. Comb your hair, Roscoe. So I tried to, but I couldn't get the comb all the way across before it gets snagged. I like the rafters she has in her room. Are those squinches? Dark, I think now. dark girls live in the attic. She had like live. an exposed truss. She had squinches in the corners of her bedroom. Chekhov's squinch. I think that jacket that's made of the acid wash denim would be a lot cooler if it was corduroy. Instead of acid wash denim. They hadn't invented the, corduroy the yet, fake though. fleece inside it. Yeah, I like the fleece part. Yeah. Is he wearing sweatpants with that coat? 
Ah, uh, hard to tell. <laughs> uh, totally. I think around fifth or sixth grade, there was a there was a period where I wore nothing but a uh, sweatsuit for the entire school year. Are you serious? And even the other students said, "When are you going to stop wearing that sweatsuit?" Have you ever <laughs> washed that sweatsuit? You've worn it five days in a row, and they were they were right. I just have to yeah, interject like to how much I like that guy flexing, Ram. <laughs> like what? The guy getting shot in the fucking neck? Well, before he gets shot in the Adam's apple, I like how he's standing there flexing his pecs. Do you think it is it disappointing? Like that seems like something Deshaun would do. Yeah, do you think it's... I was going to say, do you think it's disappointing when you look back at yourself and you're like a, I'm guessing, fat slob now, yes. 25 years later, and you're like, oh man, there I was in Heather's. I'm so fucking fit. Oh, you're talking about him, not me. The actor, yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm not looking at that buff dude and thinking that's what I used to look like. Yeah. Check off Steep Hill. Uh, I thought you were going to say, don't you look back now and wonder why you didn't have a nice body when you could have in high school? <laughs> like when you biologically should have very little body fat, you somehow were still doughy and gross. <laughs> I, I do find that depressing. At least that's less of a disappointment, because then you're just like, well, this is what I've always looked like. At this point, he would have stepped on a stick and hurt his foot. Oops. Well, he's a... You ran in a jock. circle. He probably runs cross-country. Oh, got him. Jesus. Oh, he would be dead. She's such a good shot. With that shot. Kill shot. There's Ted Raimi again. That's actor Paul Shear from The League. He does look like a guy who's alive now. Oh, <laughs> shit. That gun looked pretty wimpy. Oh, that's that's what the Metropolitan Police Force has. The cop's gun. The barrel looked super skinny. That's because he really it's lame. Like, it's like a fifty style gun. Like, yeah, contemporary uh, Glocks, semi-automatic guns, or like that one. I guess that's also probably a wimpy gun. It's a purse gun. Yeah, Roscoe, tell us about the firearms in this scene. I thought you were going to ask me if uh, I look back on the time I spent wearing a sweatsuit all year and look back on that in shame, or like, why didn't I wear something else? Like a polo shirt and acid wash jeans. Right. Why did you do that? would be no. In oh, Timberlands. Okay. I remember being disturbed by this scene as a child as well. Like, why would Winona Ryder want to kiss that guy? JD. When she could kiss Johnny Depp. Yeah. Thought she was a good. I thought she was a good kid. Why she want to take off her shirt and make out with this guy? Because she's an actress. Uh, that's creepy. Did you uh wear your Jansport yeah. backpack with your sweatsuit? Uh, this time I had a Nike backpack. Oh, jeez. Um, and then. Later on, I had an East Pack that was like a camping backpack, 
They probably held 4,000 cubic inches of stuff. And I walked around with that with like two books in it. <laughs> because I, I didn't know it was a camping backpack. It had like 60 pockets, side pockets oh, and stuff. Oh, this is the best like part. Spark, uh... The parts you hang an axe off of. Do you think that in a movie, a current movie, you would say these guys were fags in a in like a comedy? Do you think you'd be able to do that? I, I bet so. uh, James Franco says it all the time. But James Franco is James Franco is gay, so it's okay for him to say it. Judd Apatow probably has people saying that in racist terms all the time. Yeah, you're probably right. And they try to say I'm just a character. We're in we're in post sexuality and post racial times. We can say whatever we want now. There was a Ron Howard movie that starred Vince Vaughn that came out a while back. I don't know what the movie was. I remember there was just a brouhaha because Vince Vaughn says something like a Prius is a car for fags and people wanted the line cut. And I thought Ron Howard was a sensitive guy and wouldn't have put that in a film. But they tried to say it's just a joke and eventually cut the scene. It's just Vince Vaughn ad-libbing. Yeah. <laughs> that is the best scene in the movie, by the way. <laughs> Lighten his cigarette. Christian Slater should hand. have yeah. turned the gun on himself yeah. after that scene. Deshaun thinks the best scene is when the cop says there are a couple of fags, which <laughs> I don't really, I didn't really get that why he wanted us to be quiet for that scene. This is the best part. The best part is that woman falling through the plate glass table. That's pretty good. Nuts. <laughs> it's not this. It's not this part. That's for sure. Well, only the part with him lighting the cigarette off her hand. Yeah, you know this might genius. not the yelling. This movie is kind of a an example to me of a movie that, uh, I would say three quarters of it is really strong, but they kind of phone in the last quarter, and I think there's yeah. a lot of movies like that where they they start really strong. Like the beginning of this movie is excellent, like lots of nuance, lots of like. Uh, lots of build-up, but then it doesn't build up to what you're hoping for. I think that is a very common thing, and I have a solution. If you can write a really strong first act, just write the third act in the same way you were going to write the first act. Problem yeah. solved. I, I, think, I just think people are good at like building and not don't really know what to do with it. They haven't yeah. planned out I what they're going to do with it, with the things they're building up. I think up. it's because, uh, generally speaking, in life, a concept is easier than an execution. Right. It's easy It's easy to make all the set pieces for Heathers, but you don't know what happens. You don't know what thing people would actually do or how something would actually move. Which, where the checkoff, checkoff's blank it's comes e in, drops cookies. It's easy to think of something like the Instant City. <laughs> But it's almost impossible to actually design and construct the instant city, or to get no matter your how many people to reply you, to your emails. You have, no matter how many people you have helping you, uh, you don't know you don't know where it would go from there. You can only do the first act, which is to say you want to do something. 
uh, Deshaun, to your point, I think uh, Stanley Kubrick movies yeah. resolve that by not stitching the parts together. You just have like three independent first acts. That's it. Yeah, I can see that. That's a good. No point. causality in them. Like Full Metal Jacket doesn't add up. Doesn't have to have a third act. <coughs> well, so where's the second act? You guys keep talking about first and third acts. I think we're in the second act now. Yeah, probably towards the end of it. The second act is is JD and Veronica killing the popular people. The movie stops the at is when they blow up the school. Right, which is a really easy out to not tying up any loose ends. Uh, I had a creative writing class in junior high, and I wrote a story about blowing up the school. <laughs> and that uh, a friend of mine who... I hate that font. ...had some birth defects and didn't have joints in his legs... <laughs> uh, and walked like really straight legged. Remind me to bleep out my laugh at that. <laughs> he's he's he was a great guy, uh, but he could not walk very fast, obviously. <laughs> and that when I blew up the school, he was like running out of it as it was blowing up. <laughs> if I wrote that today, I would probably be suspended or imprisoned or. You'd Something. You'd be, certainly be on uh, viral media. You'd be on Facebook right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, was, like, can you believe this happened? It was pretty. Wait, so up. so what happened? What did he what have? Just like nothing. I'd presented it to my creative writing class, and that was the end of the story. They were like, "One day you're going to be so a writer. Be, this is amazing." Now this guy just have either. one long bone, like one long bone from his hip to his ankle. <laughs> You're so you're so interested in this. I never saw an X-ray of him, but he definitely didn't have a joint at his knees. How can you call him your friend if you never even saw an X-ray of him? Yeah, I know. I've seen I've seen both of your full body scans. So. Yeah, at the airport when we flew to Ibiza. Ibiza, New Jersey. I think it's going to pronounce Ibiza. No, it's it's do not. You, do you say? Uh, Barcelona. Yeah, Barcelona. That's the that's the dog supply store by my house. Barcelona. What would you call it? Um, oh, this fucking dad. Real quick, I got I, I thought of something that I think that uh, Roscoe could really relate to. Um, I met a dog the other day, or I, a woman that told me her dog's name is Hoagie. She's a Pennsylvania oh. native. Do you think yeah, that I guy bought say, that uh, hand exerciser after he saw Vacation? Sorry. That would have built up for uh, self-abuse. You ever bop your baloney? Bop his baloney. <laughs> Jinx. I got a stack of nudie magazines this high. Who, who taught you guys how to do that? Do what? 
Amsterdam, who taught you how to bop your baloney? I don't really want to know. It's just that scene is kind of absurd where, like, teenage guys tell each other how to do it. Like, he had to learn from his cousin. Um, yeah, I, got, I, yeah, I, I don't think it's something you have to be taught. I'll just say it that way. I mean, I don't know how you, I don't know how you find out. Gorillas figure it out. I think, I think that there is, uh, yeah, I, I've never been, I know that there were some people we knew collectively that maybe lived in Athens, Georgia, that would bump their baloney in a group setting and not think there was anything weird or homoerotic about that. Suicide. He hates big fun. I don't even think that's homoerotic. I think it's just... Just strange? Isn't that just... No, like... I thought homoerotic was when something wasn't sexual, but there's like... Oh, I guess you're right. Tones. Yeah. I think that's just pure... Homosexual. Homosexual activity, which is fine. F for the sexual assault scene we just saw. Yeah, at this point, I think that I wouldn't expect her to go back with him. See, this is where the movie like you'll be. This is where the movie starts dropping back. off to me. I, I really doubt it. You just tried to assault her. I doubt she'll be back. Oh, then he said you'll be back, so now she has to be. Ugh, sounds like some shit Louis C.K. would pull. What? Are you still watching that guy? Louis C.K. No, I fucking hate that guy. Oh, really? Why? Let's let's hear why. <laughs> Certified rapist, allegedly. Really? Are all comedians rapists? Him and Bill Cosby. Maybe he was just inspired by Bill Cosby. If it's revealed in the next 20 years that Louis C.K. has raped and abused dozens of women, it would not surprise me. Allegedly. Yeah, we might need to bleep that one out. Why do you feel... Well, I'm saying if it happens, it won't surprise me. I didn't say he did do it, or that he has been accused. I'm just saying it won't surprise me if it turns out that he is accused later. Right, but what, what, I mean, in that respect, what would a person who you don't know doing something terrible, um, what would they have to do to surprise you? Like, saying you wouldn't Wait, be surprised isn't really a... <laughs> what wouldn't surprise me? No, I'm saying, Wait, yeah. I'm, what would surprise me? I'm saying, me? like, you don't know Louis C.K., so, like, what... Oh. What would he, like, what would be predictable that a person like that would do? Of course you wouldn't be surprised, because you don't know that guy. would be surprised if anything. I would be surprised if he levitated. I, okay, I was getting lost in your, like, rhetorical loopholes. But, yeah, I guess I would be surprised if he cut off his head and it kept talking for 45 minutes. That would surprise me. Right. What if he was in Reanimator? <laughs> Wait, did someone break in? That's uh the red the red girl's locker. I uh, I'm lost at this point too because I haven't been following the plot did, or why did she's she have a in book in her locker that was called Castrated Family? <laughs> Look at when they show her locker again. Oh, I see. I see what happens. Maybe it was Illustrated Family. She's red. <laughs> Like it said, castrated family. T copyright Amsterdam House and castrated family. Two thousand. Why aren't her books all done 16. up in uh in garbage bags? Uh, it, Protect the cover. Paper bags. Yeah, you had to do that in my high school. 
I remember they would sell they would sell like papers you could fold to, to make to make <laughs> yeah, one from. Yeah, if you're like, and a I total both idiot. thought that was stupid and wasteful, but also I felt like a hump because mine were just paper bags. Right, and you could have like, bought pre made paper bags. Well, I see people that had like a cool picture, like an eagle or something, on theirs, and I felt like I was a loser because we didn't ha- I didn't have those. But I also knew it was wasteful at the same time. When when is it in your see, life that like, I guess when you're in high school, you're both ashamed of yeah. people thinking you might be rich, but then also really hateful towards rich people huh. for all those kind of reasons. Like you don't want people to think you're poor because you don't have pre-made book covers. Yeah. So is the whole movie just a big game of croquet, croquette? This is the whole thing. The whole movie is taking place in her mind while she plays these croquet matches. Croquette. This is the only part that she's awake for. Because she has on a purple blouse. Ordinarily, I'd spit on someone who wore a hat like that, but I'm gonna let it slide. In this situation. Uh, you mean a boater? I don't even know what she's doing. Why did she move the ball? Have you guys noticed people playing croquet in the park where all the hipsters are in your neighborhoods? I have not. They play lawn darts uh, in the neighborhood. With spinning wheels. They've started, people here have started playing uh, bocce ball. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. It's a big thing here. People were doing that in Atlanta before Deshaun and I moved to Minneapolis and Salina. <clears throat> they wear those Jankos or those pants like MC Hammer wears. Harem uh, pants, and they're playing. Yeah, and they're playing um, bocce ball and. What neighborhood do you live in? Again? Your neighborhood sounds like it's full of assholes. Uh, it's about ten miles south of Sacramento, oh. California. <laughs> Tucumcari is not that close to Sacramento. Are they drinking tequila? Tucumcari. It's a type of alcohol, California, I guess. Patriot Games. Didn't even know that was a book back then. They wrote that book after the the movie. It was inspired by the movie. Oh, there just happened to be a book on the shelf called Patriot Games. That TV speaker seems to be in bad shape for such a nice house. Chekhov's Mean Girls. What's down the middle of her shirt? Is that drool or vomit? She, she just, just spilled her soda. A Coke. Oh, that's right. I was right. going to comment that all the scenes with Martha Dumptruck make me want to kill myself. <laughs> where do you? I wonder where Martha Dumptruck is now. Is she in any other roles? She just died. She did not die. Don't do it. This guy's got a lot of fucking buttons on his sweater. Look at that. They go, like, all the way up to his throat. They have terrible taste and decor. Um, I just want to tell you guys, if you Google um, Martha Dump Truck now, a picture of Andy Melanakis comes up. Who's Andy Melanakis? Yeah, I don't know who that uh, is. Like, he, I, he, okay. he had, like, this weird comedy show on MTV. He, he looks like he's a child, but he's an adult. That's all. 
Their food looks nasty too. It's like a gray sandwich. Martha Dump Truck is now a on staff at Southeast Missouri State University. No shit. Yep. Good for her. Oh wait, now she, she might be dead. Drive out there and visit. When I kill myself, it's not going to be some way where I might survive. I don't understand why you'd step in front of a car. Because then you might just end up in worse shape than you're already in. Yeah, you want to know what's depressing? Being handicapped and, like, severely in or severely injured. People can still make that work, you know? It doesn't have to be a death sentence. No, but if you're already, if you're already depressed and want to die... And now you're like in a in a bed for the rest of your life. You're probably not going to be happier. It might make you cherish your consciousness even more. It's not that being in a wheelchair is reason to die. We're talking about people who already have a death wish. Well, that movie, uh, The Diving Bell and the Butterfly, is about a guy who wanted to commit suicide, so he got paralyzed. My name is but Earl then, Cameo. Once he was paralyzed, he realized how beautiful his life was. Right, or v Ves Vasily, was that his name? In uh, Anna Karenina, shot himself in the chest, then regretted his decision to die. I don't like that period of Madonna on the uh, door back there. You doubt? Um, uh, what is that? The, the... Looks like the uh, True Blue ver true blue era. Uh, it's it's later than True Blue. The key. What is she doing with that bear there? This is a little too sexual. I guess if you, like, were Martha Dump Truck and you had to go through a bunch of shit in public and dealing with issues in your life and finding a job, you'd want to die. But once you were relegated to just laying in a hospital bed in the south of France looking out over the ocean, yeah, why not just think to yourself, life's pretty good, yeah. I don't need to die. Oh. I got nothing else to do but lay here and write books and paint. Um, do you... I think a good series for us to do would be High school movies, high school movies played by adults, and I would like to see a current movie be high school students played by like fifty-year-olds. Being like Twenty-One Jump Street. Yes. Um. Winona Ryder's like sixteen years old here. I don't think that that's true. She's not now. She's like 43 now. Well, but I understand she's... she's not now. She's old enough to need a monocle. She's young enough to not be on this set unsupervised. You think so? That's a fact. Yeah. Because that's her real dad right there who walked in. <laughs> uh, the reason I hate Louis C.K. Uh, is that he... He's like one of those uh, New York radio jock type guys. Um, really? I don't know who they are, but for some reason liberals love him because he like laughs after he says something racist or chauvinist. Uh huh. But uh, in in his like latest season, um, he tries to make himself into like, uh, you know, a hero for women. Like he's so aware and such an advocate. But like he always has the women in his shows that he meet are all crazy 
Like they all have some sort of mental issue, like uh, Parker Posey had and her. Right. Show and her her, like he meets like ten different women they go on dates with, and they're all lunatics. Like he doesn't meet any normal women. That's not funny. Uh, then he like has a scene where he gets to have sex with um, some supermodel, like Yvonne Stravinsky, whatever her name is. Followed by an episode <laughs> where he has like an overweight girl saying what a nice guy he is when he realizes it's okay to hold hands with an overweight girl that he wrote the dialogue for. That's To me, that's like, it's kind of twisted and disturbing. But to cap it all off was he tries to uh, rape Pamela in like the last episode. Oh, spoiler alert. For those who, who haven't watched the last episode of Louie, uh, he tries to rape his friend Pamela you know, dragging her to the bedroom while she's screaming no. And then the next season, she comes over and says, you're right, I did want it, and gives him a big kiss, and they have sex. Yeah. Uh, to me, that scene, those two episodes, just validate all those men's rights activists that just say, like, it's okay to force yourself until she says yes. Like, they're trained to say no for a while. No just means ask me again, that kind of shit. He put those scenes in his show without any, like, self-awareness or saying, you know, she if he tried to rape her and she comes over the next day and slaps him and says our friendship is over, it would make sense. But instead she shows up and says, you're right, I did want it, I just didn't want to admit it. And, of course, he's writing this scene for a woman to play, uh, and it was never, like, followed up on. Like, he never said, look at what an asshole I was being. I I so. I sort of disagree that I think his show is about what an asshole he is. And can I can I finish what I'm saying? I'm sorry. Yes. Now I'm not saying that Louis C.K. is that guy. I'm talking about the character on his show. But Louis C.K. is a different man who is making these situations in his head. He could have then made a situation that proved his character was an asshole, but he didn't. It sort of ended on a happy note, and the guy was happy. That's what I'm saying. The distinction I see should be drawn. Like he he controls this whole fantasy, so he's also responsible for having reconciliation. The payoff. So yes, I see. Is my opinion. If you disagree, I'd like to hear. I I don't. I've never seen. I've seen the show. I haven't seen that episode. I guess I'll just take it off my uh, list of film <laughs> of shows to watch since that just been ruined for me. Um, P.S. Gemma, Gemma dies. Now he is funny. Uh, he was funny on Parks and Recreation. I liked his stand-up uh, things I got off his website when I sent my $5 in PayPal. Uh, I just didn't like the show. I didn't like the way women were portrayed on the show. I, I do think... And I'm the, mo I'm the most chauvinist film tweaker, so... I, I don't I don't know necessarily about how I feel about his show and the way women are portrayed. I, I see what you're saying, but I, I will say that I think he gets speaking of his his specials and the PayPal thing. I think he gets a lot of credit where people think he's like such a great guy for the way he distributed money for those things when he really just did what any fucking decent human being would do. With it's like slightly better than most famous people. And people praise him, and you're like, it just he just did something like halfway decent. He still made a shitload of money 
it's not like he gave it all to charity. He gave it to the people that helped him make all that money. And he bought a boat. And he bought a boat to ride with Jerry Seinfeld. He's just Seinfeld. like a rich, a rich asshole now. Like the same thing that happened to that British guy from The Office. But don't you think also being a rich asshole will eventually ruin his career because he has nothing to pull from? Because when you hear somebody like him being like, so I was riding the subway the other day and you're like, no, you weren't. You were riding in a limousine. Like, There's nothing wrong with, uh, I guess, making money doing the things you want to do. That's not the problem. But people who, yeah, act like completely different people once they're rich seems like I'm saying I don't I don't think there's a way to act normal after you're rich it's not his fault but he will lose all his material Keanu Reeves I think became a multimillionaire but he doesn't seem like he's the kind of asshole that Ricky Gervais became when they became rich or maybe Larry David I would who like rents the entire island of Nantucket whenever he goes somewhere and bitches about the locals I would argue that Ricky Gervais was always an asshole and he was able to just let yeah. it out now. He wanted he was the asshole before and couldn't do anything until he became rich. Now he can be the asshole he was born to be. Exactly. Uh but to your point, I agree 100%. Someone like Louis CK or I think we've talked about Jay-Z on tweaks in the past. Right, yes. Once they become successful, they're removed from the things that made them successful, so it's hard to listen to yeah, Louis C.K. bitch about something he saw on the sidewalk. Like, when's the last time he walked down the street? He you was know, wasn't carried. taking a town car from door to door. Yeah. So. And also, now I don't have any sympathy for him being fat, because that was kind of the thing. He'd make jokes about, like, oh, I'm fat, I wish I could work out. But now it's like, you could just get a personal trainer. You could just get liposuction. Well, to his credit, uh, Ricky Gervais did decide, now that I have time and money, I am going to get in shape. Right, that's true. And he hired o he hired Oprah's trainer, and he lost a bunch of weight. Yeah, now he looks gross. Yeah. Like Jonah Hill. Tom Hanks or someone said uh, he was a lot funnier when he was fat, <laughs> and that was uh, one of the best cutdowns I've ever heard <laughs> about Ricky Gervais. I remember when he was fat and still funny. That is a great cut down because you're like, oh, just lost the thing that made me funny. So what's going on in this movie? I didn't mean to snap at you like I had to get this Louis C.K. thing out, but I... It really hurt my feelings. Just anticipated your your critique that he's playing a character and he, he does know. I was just saying, yeah, he's playing a character, but he has a responsibility for what that character does, and he did not fulfill he's it. He's also playing a character that's supposed to be him, and it's, I mean, that's an easy excuse to be like, oh, it's a character, but you're like, well, everything else really happened in your life, so maybe this happened too. I I think there's a certain ah. amount of that show that's a bit like, um, supposed to be showing, though, like, the bad side of human beings in general. And it's not necessarily just his character selfish, but it's things you could kind of relate to. But you're yeah. like, oh, that's horrible. And sort of like this, sometimes it's played out where there's things that you're like, oh, is that really happening? Or is this just like his psyche? Well, a lot of it is terrible parts of human existence, like falling asleep while eating a pint of ice cream or like... right. 
you're 50 years old and have kids and you can't find a date, how miserable it is. Yeah. But the other half of the show is him just patting himself on the back constantly, like about what a great loving father and husband figure and civilian he is helping Glenn. people on the streets. Glenn Shaddix and a dashiki A plus. Yeah. It's just a it's like a tiki wedding tiki funeral. I my that's actually what I have bigger problem with with Louis CK is being like, look, I'm a single father that takes care of my kids and you're like, you know how many single parents there are out there? You're not a fucking hero. You're just a guy that does the right thing. Like everybody should um, be doing. How many are there? You sound like Chris Rock. Yeah. What do you want, a cookie? <laughs> yeah. Don't know much about Chris Rock, but I do know that routine. I, I know. That I actually just read an, an interview in New York Magazine with him where he was he was great. He said some really great things about race and America and comedy and stuff. But he was probably Bill Cosby as well. He was too big of a pussy to say anything bad about Bill Cosby when when asked, uh, when prompted. Oh, Beetlejuice throwback. You guys done talking about Louis C.K.? No, the reason we brought it up is Jesus because it wept. can go in our tag. It can go in our tags now, and that's going to get us a lot of hits. The film tweakers eviscerate Louis C.K. <laughs> That's that's gonna just fucking explode on social media. Yeah. <laughs> Don't like more than your eight eight followers have to. Oh, I guess they can see the hashtag. That's right. Planted cookie. I don't understand that shit. I guess we can just say anything. Uh, mocking Jay. Now that can be tagged. Gemma, Sons of Anarchy. Tagged. You and I need to talk about that later. <laughs> that lamp, that lamp is so out of place. As well as that, like shaker chair or whatever it is she's sitting on. Yeah, who was their designer? They're... I think the house kind of has a shaker type, like it's like a craftsman style. That makes sense. The lamp doesn't make sense. Then I love. She has the IKEA uh... <laughs> rolling file cabinet. Rolling IKEA cabinet. Yeah. Do I bet that fell apart. Buy shit from IKEA. What? I don't think so. Har I think Harley there's Davidson enough stuff that's been placement. been purchased at IKEA that gets passed on on like Craigslist. You don't actually have to go to IKEA anymore. I they do, but I think that kind of furniture has infiltrated every market. Like you can get that kind of stuff everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I I think the nail in the coffin that I would see is that one just opened in Kansas City, Missouri. Actually, it's in Kansas. Why is that a nail in the coffin? That says, uh, I would imagine when someone does something or something occurs in the middle of the country like that, that that means that everywhere else it's over. <laughs> we just got one in Brooklyn six years ago, eight years ago. Yeah, that's, that's a, long a long time, time ago. ago. <laughs> <laughs> That would be the time that I think people would want to have been doing it. Do, do you realize how long ago eight years is? No, I, I you do haven't know. lived yeah, yeah. in. You haven't lived in New York for eight. Years, <laughs> was that before you? you were there? It was before I was here. Yeah, they they've had one since then. It's out in Red Hook or something, isn't it? It's in Red Hook. Yeah. From what I've heard, you used to have to take the bus to Elizabeth, New Jersey, to go to uh, IKEA. 
from uh, Grand Central Station what, or one of the train stations. What shocks me more is why people would go that far to go to Ikea. You peeing in a bucket? It would probably shock you to... It would probably shock you to know that you would go down to get on the bus and have to wait in line and miss the bus because so many people wanted to do it. Uh, millions of people disgusting. wanted to do it. And I've never done it. I never, I've never been to New York City, but I heard that uh, there'd be some people who just would be on the island for so long because they didn't have a car, they didn't take trips, they didn't have any money to go anywhere. But then, like, hey, I can get on this bus and ride to New Jersey for two hours. And just get off the island for a bit. And they would actually ride out to Elizabeth on the Ikea bus just to leave the island of Manhattan. Um, recently, nothing else to do. there was an Ikea ferry that would take you from the financial district to Ikea in Red Hook. And it, used, it was free because they wanted people to come to Ikea and Ikea was paying for the ferry. But then people just started riding it for fun. Um... And I, you had to start showing your IKEA receipt, like you would you would pay, and then you'd get reimbursed when you showed them your receipt because so many people just wrote it for fun. Where did they ask for the receipts? Like before you got back on, or like halfway across the uh, river? Yeah, and then they would dump. They would just dump you out. Yeah. That's the kind of thing Louis C.K. would complain about. <laughs> riding the ferry or the bus. He hasn't been in a ferry or bus in probably 10 years. Uh, that's actually, back to Chris Rock, what I appreciate about him is he fully admits that he's like a rich guy and just says things yeah. like, like he was talking about how, have you ever heard his bit about where he talks about how he hates, he's like, my kids, I love them, but they're rich kids. Like they're, they're, they're the kind of people I would have hated growing up because they're rich. And, uh, I always think that's an interesting take on it to be like I can't relate can't relate to his kids because they're rich and he didn't yeah. grow up rich. He doesn't have to be rich if he doesn't like it that much. He doesn't have to raise them rich. He has control over where the money is and goes. Oh yeah, but I think he wants to send them to nice private schools and all of those kind of things. I don't think it's that he doesn't yeah. want them to be rich. He wants them to have all the best things they could. Well, he could do, like, do doesn't Keanu Reeves, uh, Roscoe, like, live in the streets? Isn't uh, he, like, a, a hobo or a scoundrel or something? He was for a long time. I don't know about now, but there was that, right after he got sort of famous, he had that, like, year of living dangerously where, you know, his his wife had an, uh, or his girlfriend, like, lost their child, then his sister died of leukemia, then his girlfriend died in a car wreck. And he was like in a motorcycle wreck that punctured his lungs. All these terrible things happened to him like in 12 months. And he just didn't care anymore. So he just didn't get a house. He didn't save any of the money he got from movies. He just lived in like hotels for 12 or 15 years. Um, because he couldn't bear he couldn't bear to make any like permanent attachments. I uh, heard a similar thing happened with Lars... Erickson, I think his name is, from Rancid, where, like, his brother died or something, and he just was like, fuck it, and he got a bunch of tattoos on his face and was just drinking cra like crazy and just didn't care about life. Also, a funny thing about the guys from Rancid, apparently they're all uh, multi-millionaires. They've invested in all these, like, I think they invested in, they own the Warp Tour, 
and the record label. Yeah. And they're worth like a lot more than a lot of people you would consider famous musicians are. I consider rancid famous musicians. Like I think I don't think they have more money than like Red Hot Chili Peppers. But <laughs> it's you know, surprise because Red Hot Chili Peppers is probably one of the best bands of all time. And Rancid's just kind of second tier. Um that they would even be competing with them monetarily is amazing. Color me amazed. <clears throat> Sadly, none of the Red Hot Chili Peppers appear in this movie. It's weird because in the 80s, they were in most movies. Yeah. When uh, Stanley Kubrick was still attached as director, Red Hell Chili Peppers was supposed to be the band that plays the Teenage Suicide Don't Do It song. Yeah. Oh, really? But once he, dro once he dropped out, uh, RHCP dropped out as well, and they had to hire Big Fun. Huh. Which Flea, actu Flea actually played with Big Fun for a couple of years. Oh, wow. It's quite sad, actually. It would have been Will Ferrell's first... That would have been Will Ferrell's first film role. Who is this guy? Has he even been in the movie yet? The guy with the boxes? JD? The guy who's talking to Veronica right now. That's, I guess uh, I've had I've had checked out of the film back when we started talking about Louis C.K. I the movie. to tell what was going on. Yeah. That's uh, Christian Slater. Do they ever tell us if his name is Jack Daniels in the movie? And that's why he goes by J.D.? Je Jesse James. Uh, she says what his name is early in the film. Back oh, when God, they were in the corn in the corn nuts. He really Louis C. Cater, didn't he? He did try to assault her in the bed, I they, mean, on the couch of her, his dad's that's house. That's true. They do a lot of painting here at the school, or tar, maybe that's tar. I guess we'll find out when it blasts through the roof. Um, I don't know. Maybe you guys could speak to this. Uh, I've heard a Jesus. rumor that we could ask uh, caller Will Green. Uh when he was in high school in Sandy Springs, I think that he had uh, Who? that the Dead Milkmen played their high school pep rally. Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm sorry, uh, Nirvana cheerleaders. A plus. <laughs> what did you just say? What about Sandy Springs? <laughs> that the, the, the Dead Milkmen <laughs> played a, ah. a high school like pep rally there. Oh shit! See, this hello. is yeah. This is hello. Something's wrong. Something's wrong with somebody's uh, chat. Yeah, I think it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter anyway. I'm just looking at pictures of Winona Ryder on my phone. Yeah, that's what I've been doing the whole time. Oh my god, I think I just got to the end of the whole internet. You think you what? The last picture of Winona Ryder on the internet is her and Tim Burton. Wow. 
Wow, that's crazy. Uh, Something's wrong with somebody's laptop, somebody's computer. What's happening? Check, check, check. Check. Yeah, I can hear you guys. She's Someone keeps cutting out. She's about to shoot him in the dick. I'm looking at the girl smoking underneath the uh Hello. Movie. Should I just turn this movie off? I think it's you that's cutting out. <laughs> oh, y'all's voice keep cutting out. Has she hit him with a uh fire single sure yet? Yeah. Yes. I guess of course she has, because I've also seen that. <laughs> has she bit has she bit his ear off yet? Wait, what? Has she bit off JD's ear yet? I don't know. She's walking around with a gun looking for him. I don't know why you would bite him if you had a gun. Nah, fuck it. I guess there's only a couple minutes left anyway. We could have already turned this off. <laughs> the, <sighs> this is the part that I don't... This is really the, the worst part of the movie anyway. I don't even know if bombs work like this. Well, definitely, like, a few sticks of dynamite wound together is not going to blow up an entire building. Yeah. There's people that, like, oh. There's I people can't. that, like, decide how to blow up a building properly and set dynamite different, you know, at different spots and, you know, stage it so the building blows up properly. I don't think this guy knows how to do that. He doesn't even have a middle finger. Also, not everything bursts into flames. Like, concrete blocks and stuff that that gym is made of, they're not going to explode. I mean, they're moved by force. They're not going to combust. But when you see an explosion, there's just like a huge fireball, but there's nothing actually there to burn. Unless there's a aerosol gas can. I, I really... Which I think most high schools don't have. I really can't stand... Christian Slater trying to talk like Jack Nicholson. And it's basically his whole character in every movie. It drives me crazy. Uh, when I was a, when I was a tween, I remember an interview with him. I don't know why I was reading it. And uh, he said, Why does everyone keep accusing me of Jack Nicholson every time I raise an eyebrow? What should I do? Shave off my eyebrows? And I remember wondering who Jack Nicholson was. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, uh, Batman would have been out already, wouldn't it have? Uh, Batman was... came out after this guy. It was? Okay. It was 89. What year is this? 88? 88. Yeah. Those those Batman movies were a big deal. Everybody had Batman shirts on. Like Lick it up, baby. Lick it up. Yeah, and the Bat Dance Prince song. So hot. <laughs> yeah, it's not his best. Isn't Batman a D DC, Roscoe? Batman is DC. But you liked it. You hadn't you hadn't settled on a publisher yet, a universe. As stated in a previous tweak, and I'm only saying this because you've axed, uh, and you also expressed befuddlement when I said it last time. Is that uh, Batman transcends the uh, universe universes? I don't think people don't even be surprised that I've forgotten that you told me this. 
yes, I only read Marvel and DC sucks. I don't really read Batman or care about Batman. But I'm saying probably most people don't know Batman is a DC. They just know he's a character. So yeah, I'll go watch Batman movies, but because they're not DC movies, they're just about Batman. But DC comics, I wouldn't read those. I wouldn't read a Batman comic. Everyone likes Batman. He's more popular than Superman is. Those shadows on the wall are from where previous people blew themselves up in that parking lot. Or a nuclear bomb cast yeah. a shadow on the wall? Yeah. Chekhov's shadow on the wall. Is he is he dead yet? Because I'm still at the part where he's stepping, standing on the steps. Yeah, so are we. He's down at the bottom of the stairs, and she's putting a cigarette in her mouth. Yeah, you're far ahead of me. Oh. So, now that the movie's over, almost, and maybe this will help... Uh, well, Deshaun was upset that uh, the movie lost its way halfway through. But, uh, have you noticed that no one... No one except for her sees Christian Slater, sees JD. Uh, that's not true. And that he possibly is not even a real person. No, because those those uh, dead gay son guy, he comes over, and they pick on him in in the beginning when he's in the cafeteria. Mm -hmm. No, that's what he's imagining. She's imagining. She's imagining that happening. Yeah, to give her a reason to kill those guys in the woods later. Oh, okay. There's never a scene... JD never has a scene in the movie with someone else that she's not involved in. So JD is her, like... He's like... A either he, either she imagines him in her mind, or possibly he's a demon. Uh, <laughs> what the Japanese might call a yokai. A goblin who appears... To move the story along, a supernatural force that moves the story along. Or he could just be a crazy guy at the school. But that doesn't explain why no one sees him. That doesn't make any sense. Couldn't you say that about any movie? You can say it about Fight Club. Yeah, easily, but you see you see him talking to people. But if you can just say, well, you see him talking to people because that's someone imagining him talking to people. Well, you see Tyler Durden talking to people, but it's really Ed Norton. Don't when get me started J on that shit. When you see JD talking to someone, it's really Veronica. When you see Ed Norton beating himself up on the security camera footage, that ruins everything. Glenn Shaddix. Father Ripper. Nice. Uh, all right. Look at Ram's name. Labiorto. Amsterdam, Labiorto. you're looking at, at Martha Dump Truck right now, and you're thinking to yourself, her life isn't over. She's doing pretty well. Yeah, look at her. She's friends with Veronica now. Fat cynic. First heavy meddler in parking lot. 
second heavy meddler in parking lot. Obese, can't turn her head, has to drive a cart the rest of her life. We don't know that that's the rest of her life. Whatever happens after the credits roll doesn't matter. That's the end. So as far as we know, that's the rest of her life. Okay. There's not something that happens after these credits that counts. Still seems pretty sweet. They shouldn't have given the Heathers last names. No, they should just call them by colors. If your last name is Labroyatro, <laughs> you should just not go into acting. You think that's why he never got another role? I like that there's a guy named Fat Cynic. God you're, damn, you're like three <laughs> minutes behind us. I told you y'all were ahead of me or something. No one wanted to listen. It doesn't make sense. How would your movie have been that much slower than ours? It happened. Did you guys know that Heather's lost a million dollars in the box office? <laughs> I did know that. I don't know if that's a fair way to say it. Uh, they just didn't make that money. They didn't lose it. Right. Somebody lost it. They lost. They lost the money that they spent. They, uh, when I used to work at a gas station, my manager used to stand over me and say, to ask everyone who comes in to buy a Snickers bar. And every time they didn't buy one, he'd yell at me saying how it just cost him 50 cents. <laughs> but as the, though as though they bought it and then returned it because I said something. But they, I'm, I'm saying, like, dude. <laughs> with this, the budget is, the budget was $2 million. The box office made yeah. $1.1 million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's all it was ever going to make. They should have just spent a lot less on it. They should have just sold some candy bars. Man, you sound like the worst teenage employee. I can't imagine working somewhere where I had to deal with somebody who constantly questioned my authority like you did. That guy sucked. Um, I don't want to sound like a rich asshole, but $2 million to make a movie with Winona Ryder, Christian Slater, does not sound like a lot. No, I know, yeah. Like, they would... They would have gotten paid like ten thousand dollars a piece to be in this. But but they weren't. They weren't. They weren't like who they are now. That's true. They weren't famous and notable at the time. Well, they would have been. She had just been in Beetlejuice, so by the time Heather's came out, she was famous, but not when she signed the contract. She wasn't. So I'm looking at a poster of Heather's, and it has them, and it says Winona Ryder and Christian Slater. Do you think their names would have been top billing? Back then, or do you think this is a newer poster? Who else's name would have been above there? Glenn Shaddix? When Winona Ryder's name was the first on the screen, and it happened before the title came up. Yeah, so, that's yeah, true. she'd be okay. top billed for sure. Uh, yeah, who else would be? She was billed over Christian Slater. That poster sucks, by the way. Yeah, do you guys want to close this tweak, and then we can discuss uh, further discuss our next selections? Or do we want to record that? I want, uh, just to close it up, I want to hear more about Roscoe drinking lukewarm urine. Yes. I didn't hear anything about this, but I'd love to. No, hot urine. The hottest urine that the body can produce. <laughs> I have this piss bottle that the urine gets caught in the handle of because it's not sealed off, and uh, Amsterdam suggested that I fill it with wax so that it won't fill with urine when I'm pissing in the bottle, but my concern was that the 
urine would be so hot that it would melt the wax, and then it would all get mixed together. Okay. He thinks that urine doesn't get hot enough to melt wax, that it's only the, it's only the temperature of your body. And I just said that when I've had urine, or when you have it in your mouth, it seems pretty hot. <laughs> no, it's, it's hotter than 98.8 degrees. No, it's body temperature. Huh. It's it's probably like a full 100 degrees cooler than your coffee. When a, when a stream hits you, or whenever it's in your mouth, it seems hotter than that. Right. When you... It makes sense that it's 98 in this room. Maybe your toes and fingers are sliding out of the piss colander. Sounds like a good way to wrap up. All right, Tweet Cards, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Be sure to join us next week for, I don't know, Big Hero 6, starring a bunch of Disney characters and Elizabeth Banks. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at twitter.com slash filmtweakers. And visit us on our own homepage, which is filmtweakers.com. Or send us an email at filmtweakers at gmail.com. If you want to recommend our next movie or possibly hear your name mentioned in a tweak. Happy New Year. You have been listening to Film Tweakers. Please visit on the web at filmtweakers.com to hear more movies getting tweaked. You can also find us on iTunes as well as at twitter.com slash filmtweakers. Send us an email or tweet us a tweet if you'd like to tweak our performance or to suggest the next film. Please stay tuned to hear extra special secret outtake clips from the Heather's Tweak. Three, two, one, play. Here we go. I don't know if I would have called that country western font. Hmm. Looks like something you'd see on a sign that says, Wanted. Yeah, or the beginning of a... Who's that asshole who drinks Starbucks? Oh, uh, Quentin Tarantino, the beginning of a Quentin Tarantino movie. Both of them seem to put as much effort into their titles as he does. These are terrible. No one thought about these. Shannon Doherty's name is spelled wrong, too. How do you uh, turn off subtitles in a DVD that you purchased? (laughs) Uh, I'm actually trying to figure out how to turn them on on mine. It's just the song, but the song's terrible.
I hate gardens like this. Fuck. They uh, just have chairs yeah. sitting in the middle of nowhere. I like that. Why it's, would you go out there and sit? Um, uh, I might have to queue mine up again. Glenn Shaddix. A plus. I'll, I'll catch up. Do you see Lance Fenton's name on the screen yet, Deshaun? Um, no, because I stopped the movie to turn on my subtitles. Oh, they were on. Fuck. Okay. Do you oh, think you that pause? when Winona Ryder had up. the uh, like enough producer credit in this to get Glenn Shaddix to be in the movie too? Um, where she was uh, where dating are you him guys? at the time? She was not. <laughs> where are you guys at? That is hot. Uh, is she reading Moby Dick yet? No. They're playing croquette. She already... Yeah, she's there, got we it go, there we go, there we go, there we go. She's about to take a shot? Someone is. Heather? I'll tell you when the, when the red ball is about to be hit. Hit the, pause. When the red ball is about to be hit? When she kisses the red ball, hit pause. Okay. And then I'll say play when it hits it again. Okay. Music, music not by Danny Elfman. Go. Te technically, you're not supposed to remove your ball from the surface of play. I think she oh, always with the sports talk. Yep. Well, I just assume I, I'm remembering... Uh, Winona Ryder. What is A that? Plus. Goldfinger in which... James Bond beats Goldfinger in golf because he switches balls. Has she kissed the ball yet? Yeah. Oh, you told me to... I said go. No, you didn't. Well, I'm lost again then. Where? Right, her writing in that journal manically is an A+. Plus. Fuck. I'm um, so... <laughs> okay, let's, let's think for a second. Uh, about what? We need to find a place for Deshaun to catch up. Uh, just something that happens. I turned my to a different the, speed. The second that uh, find the second hey, that how, JD appears on the screen and pause it there. I don't even we'll know who JD. Who's how, JD? How, how about this? Slater. This the second you see Martha dump truck hit pause. <laughs> who? who who's Martha Amsterdam. dump truck? Oh my God! Have you never seen this movie? Get ready. Amsterdam to hit pause when dump trunk appears. Me? Yeah, behind us. Oh, man. Just hit pause. Isn't this going to fuck up the whole tweak? It's the yeah. one who needs to hit, who needs to find where we are, because we're on she time. He needs to catch up. So am I stopped There she is. At there dump she truck. is. Did you pause? I'm paused at dump truck, paying for her Everyone... meal, her reduced okay. price lunch. Well, you should have hit play. Everyone hit play now. Okay. Hold on a second. Where are you at, Amsterdam? <laughs> I'm... There's JD. Amsterdam, what are you doing? Where are you? Who's he, Amsterdam, Bo Diddley? <laughs> What's Amsterdam. going on? Amsterdam, can you pause your movie, please? <sighs> Isn't that hard to press the button on your Blu-ray? <sighs> I'm paused. What are you seeing now? Now, uh, they just passed a note to the, uh, the the cheerleader Heather. 
What? Wait, there's more than one person named Heather in this movie? There's three named Heather. Fuck! This is that's so confusing. That's why it's plurals. <laughs> the lead Heather just handed this note to the other blonde Heather. Oh, I thought it was like it belonged to Heather, like possessive. Oh, okay. That would have an apostrophe. Yeah, I thought it was about uh, the bushes. So, as you can... Right now, you're looking at, like, a handoff of a note. Yes. Okay, Deshaun, you're looking at a, she's tearing, a woman... She's tearing the note out, I think, in the one I'm looking at. Wait, no, she's not. Okay. I thought you were paused where, uh... I thought I was. Where, where, I, then I went because I thought you guys went. I'm going to flip my desk over in a second. <laughs> she's handing a note where? Maybe we should go back to the beginning of the movie. Okay, let's just do that. Yeah. Okay. Back to the <coughs> Back to which where the the new the new lot or new world? Yeah. Logo? Okay. Then we can see Chekhov's Martha Dump Truck again. <laughs> so we should just cut all that out. Yeah. And you guys can let me tell my goldfinger story again. Teenage suicide. Don't do it. Do you know you know that I've seen <laughs> I've seen Heather, so I'm just pretending that I haven't. Oh, okay. It's my character. Okay. I, I, my frustration was also <laughs> just in character. <laughs> New World Pictures. So it's black again, okay. And yes. black now, okay. So are you paused? Are we going? I'm, pa- I'm, I'm paused I'm on paused the black screen. I'm ready. Okay. okay. I'm going to count down from three. Hold on, uh, hold, on one, hold on one second. Okay. Are um, recording this? Yeah. Okay. Let me go ahead and turn on my subtitles off now because they're on again. Disable subtitles. Oh, you know, have I been recording? Fuck. Dude. I think I'm recording. How do you know if you're recording? Look at your audacity. If the, if uh-huh. the line is moving across the screen, you're recording. When do you speak? Oh, okay, is it okay. Like a little thing bump up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're good. All right, ready. Okay. Uh, back to Heather's. Uh-huh. Three, two, one, play. Whew. 